Hey everyone, welcome to Indie Film Grit, a podcast about indie films and indie filmmakers. I am your host, Timothy Patrick, but you, you can call me Tim. In this episode, I'm joined by Owen Korb. He's an indie filmmaker in Los Angeles who recently finished his first feature film. It's a documentary called Pull Up L.A., and it's about L.A. creatives using social media to meet up and explore their creative sides. It's won several awards at film festivals, including Best Feature Documentary and Best Director. Let's get into it. And here we are with Owen Korb. Owen, how are you, man? Thanks for being on the podcast. I'm, I'm doing great today. Thank you for uh, having me here and, uh, you know, let me uh, spread the word about this, uh, this new documentary I've been working on. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about it. It's called Pull Up L.A. And, um, but, but before we get into that, can you give us all a little background about yourself, how you got into filmmaking? You know, I grew up in Rhode Island and uh, always was into um, photography, uh, probably about high school. I got my first camera. And I was really into photography, and then I basically um, started getting more into like animation and stuff, and went to college for uh, animation in, in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Um, and I was really into animation. Uh, I still am, you know, and, and it reflects on the documentary too. Like uh, just being able to uh, do these simple animations and stuff really helped me uh, bring the uh, production quality up in the documentary. So um, moved to California, you know like everyone does from the East Coast that wants to uh, do something in filmmaking. And um, as I as I came over here, um, you know, Red was just starting to come out with their cameras, these digital cinema cameras. And um, it kind of blew my mind a little bit that you could shoot onto these, like, CF cards, like 4K and cinema and you know, this crazy aspect, you know, like mm-hmm. resolution. So from the time I started using these uh, Red cameras and stuff, um, I was already good with um, post-production stuff because I had that background in animation. So a lot of people would would want me to start processing this red footage and stuff and start like color grading it and doing different things with it. So yeah, I just got kind of just thrown into this camera department, you know. And basically, from like 2012 to about uh, well, up into this date, you know, um, I'm a contractor with uh, WDI and I work on this cool little secret um camera department and we shoot a lot of live action plates and and uh, we work on we work with camera arrays a camera array is basically a multiple of cameras that make up one image so mm. you could have up to seven cameras pointed at different directions but they all form one image it's kind of like a you know like a 360 array or like there's different arrays for domes and stuff like that so um that's kind of what i do uh on the day-to-day and then um, I always find time to work on my own projects. That's something that makes me balanced. So I can work on like bigger stuff, but then I always find time to work on stuff that makes me happy, stuff that uh, that I can, uh, you know, just have full control over. You know? Yeah, man, that's cool. And you know, I almost figured you uh, grew up here in LA because. Um, watching the documentary, it feels like uh, you're pretty much entrenched in this uh, community. Well, why don't you tell us uh, what the documentary is about? 
the documentary basically dives deep into this underground subculture of this this whole meetup culture in Los Angeles. And, you know, I've never, like, being out here, you can move out to California, and then you cannot go to any of these places because you're afraid to basically go into a dark alley by yourself or mm-hmm. travel to some of these spots in L.A. It's very dangerous. Ten years ago, you know, downtown L.A. was, you know, you wouldn't want to be caught there. But things are changing, and with um, with this underground subculture that I, I stumbled onto, um, we have strength in numbers. So let's just say 200 of us show up at once at um, Slauson, Slauson Bridge, like this overpass up on the 110 that overlooks the skyline, you know? Mm-hmm. And basically, we're safe in numbers, you know? like So we're able to get around LA a lot easier um, because a bunch of creators show up and it's just the safety in numbers um, thing. And it goes back to that whole, you know, I'm, I'm originally from Rhode Island. You know, I moved to California right after college. And being involved in, these, in this community has really just shown me what L.A. is all about. And I don't think I can uh, go anywhere else. I think I'm pretty addicted to uh, um, Los Angeles. And one of, the, one of the things that I love about Los Angeles is if you're a creative person, if you have an idea, you don't get shot down. Like, there's always somebody who wants to do your crazy idea or someone will help you or um, inspire you or push you to keep going with your crazy idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Los Angeles is a, is a special city. And, you know, I've been here creeping up on 15 years and uh, I'm always discovering uh, new little art scenes here and there. And um, this one's interesting because it's not like people are meeting up to just party they're, they're meeting up as photographers and videographers and um, performance artists and using L.A. as sort of a character, as a backdrop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And these different, yeah, these different um, parts of town are, you know, they are, they are characters. They have their own characteristics. And it's, you can create different things by just being in, you know, so when someone calls a meet and they say, hey, we're going to meet on Broadway. Oh, come on, you know. Broadway with the lights and everything. And mm-hmm. Now, all these different people show up. So you have like performers, you have the models, you have you know the makeup artists who are you know doing the makeup on the on the models. You have the photographers show up. So on any given night, it's always different because you don't know who's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Different people show up every time. So this creates like a different like uh, this whole lightning in the bottle kind of like this. Um, crazy energy because you just don't don't know who's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's going to show up? And I, I, what I've always loved about it was that you could be on Instagram or you could be like looking up a hashtag and you could see somebody that is really high up there and you saw their image and you're like, whoa, I'd like to meet this person or I'd like to, you know, if you went to one of these meets, chances are you would uh, bump into them. Yeah. Right there. And I, I feel like that whole dynamic uh, is pretty inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the end product is um, some really great photography, you know, real edgy. And uh, um, just watching it, I, I felt like it was, and you touch on this a little bit uh, with the Day of the Dead. Um, but, yeah, it feels like Day of the Dead meets Burning Man meets Los Angeles, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, the culture in Los Angeles, that's what you say, Day of the Dead, you know, mm-hmm. that's just coming up from living in these neighborhoods, you know, with their culture, what these what what these creatives were surrounded by growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's bringing it, it's, it's evolving these different art forms into, you know, 2019 L.A. I dig it, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and that's how, you know, if you, if you ask me, like, oh, you know, how did you come up with this idea for this documentary? Basically, I, I came up with the idea because I showed up to one of these meets, and everybody's showing up to the meets. They're creating something. A lot of them are creating, you know, these photographs, you know? But when I showed up, I was like, whoa, you know, I already have this this background in, uh, you know, just uh, I've shot a couple documentaries. I've helped people on their documentaries. You know, and I've seen I've seen that kind of genre and that kind of format, and I was like, oh, you know, this is something that I could uh, I could I could do. You know, like these people are are posting these photos, these creatives are posting these photos on on one platform, and I just felt like when I showed up, I was like, oh, I could create a documentary. You know, so just coming to these things uh, inspire people in different ways, and I think we're still finding um, that every day something new gets created or someone's working on something so it's it's kind of cool i just happened to make a documentary well it's very cool and it's a it's a feature documentary uh 90 minutes long i believe um yes and you've already said you you've you've done work in filmmaking before but is this your 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 directorial debut um it is this is something that um i just took 100 percent control of uh um, in the past, I've had I've worked on other documentaries and other things where I'd have to do little animations, lower thirds, you know, uh, shoot the interviews. I've done a lot of like shooting interviews for other documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's beautiful. It, it's beautifully shot, um, uh, aesthetically um, on point. Um, and I, I was curious, just because you go to these places and there's so many people taking pictures and so many people. Um, taking videos, did you tap any of those artists for like cutaways or anything like that? Um, well, what's so cool about the documentary is you have, you know, you have what I've contributed, which is basically I've done interviews, I've done, um, you know, the B-roll, I shot a lot of the B-roll, you know, just kind of like that kind of stuff, and then, um, and then I actually picked up um, flying a drone for this. Mm. Um, I went out and bought a drone. And I did not know how to fly it. And, you know, basically, I learned how to fly the drone and I learned how to fly it safely. And I did fly it in certain places that, you know, were very, very hard to fly a drone in. <laughs> like you saw in the documentary. And I think I got some pretty uh, epic shots that I don't think people, when they when they first saw the movie, they were like, whoa, like, because I would shoot, 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 and no one would see any of my stuff because I'd be putting into this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. So when, when it, people started seeing it, they were like, oh, I always see it. Owen, he has a camera. I've never seen anything he's done. Like, when is this thing coming out? I think it, the whole buzz of it got really crazy. So that's, that's my contribution, right? Then what you have is you have the photographers which are featured in the documentary and their work. Um, so yes, I did, I did, um, I got images from these people who are featured, the artists that are featured in, and, and their work is displayed. And what I think is really cool is we have their images displayed as they're talking about them uh, usually 
or we're talking about something similar, we will display their image and we have their credits. Where if you are really interested in this artist or you're interested in um, what they're doing, you can look on the photo that's that's on the screen and you can see their credits. Mm-hmm. And then you can go look them up. So it's not and now it's not just like a, like this it's like this interactive documentary. It's like, oh this uh, you know, oh my uh, look at this person, uh, Hector. Okay, Hector. Okay, let me look him up. You can go on his Instagram and he's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's just this uh, I don't know, it's dynamic to it. Yeah. And Instagram uh, plays a big part in not only your movie, but in the the whole sort of underground scene. Um, it seems to be what's bringing people together. Yeah, it is a big part. Instagram is the platform that a lot of people are sharing all of their photography and just posting something and, and using the correct tags and everything. It just spreads like wildfire all over the Internet. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that you you touched on the the isolation people feel in this social media world, and how a lot of these people that come out um, uh, were dealing with depression or you know loneliness, and this has kind of uh, helped them through that. Yeah, people deal with that, and and it's because of the whole this whole social media boom and this and that. Everybody's getting really anxious a lot, and they're getting like. Um, like FOMO, you know, like fear of missing out and, mm-hmm. and what it could potentially do to anyone, you know, it could affect anybody like that. You can go out and meet with other people. Some people are just afraid to just meet up with people like strangers and this and that. And, you know, I'll be the first to admit the first meet I went to, I didn't know anyone. I didn't know anyone there. Um, but that first meet, I took photos of people. I hit them up on Instagram. Like I just DM them the photos or I contact them, sent them an email and say, hey, you know, my name's Owen. I took these photos of you, you know. Um, great, you know. It was, it was a fun time. And then all of a sudden, you know, they added me as a friend. And then all of a sudden, next time I went to a meet, I had like 10 friends there. And then all of a sudden, now I know everyone. But it's, it's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm guessing all these photographers um, showing up and stuff, uh, I'm guessing nobody... There's no permits involved. This is just street level. We're doing it. Is that safe to say? Yeah. This. Yeah. Um, okay. With with uh, with certain meets. Yes. With with other meets, like there's some other meets that um, I would say more like street meet LA is very organized. There's a couple other meets that are going on and they're pretty organized. They'll get um, a permit from the city. Hmm. Um, because like Street Meet LA, it's like once a month, so a lot of people know about it, and they'll get like, like two hundred people or more, you know. Wow. So that kind of uh, amount of people, they definitely will contact the city, or if it's a park, like let's say it's a Pasadena or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I know definitely he'll he'll get a. But if it's under like the Colorado Street Bridge or something, um, I don't know if he's getting a. A permit for that but you never know right um so with the with the tfti it's basically i don't know have you ever been to bay street one of the locations that we talked about in the documentary is bay street and bay street you know it's seen some new faces kind of showing up there like i i think there's some buildings and stuff that, that are getting like renovated and stuff but basically it just feels like an abandoned alleyway that nobody cares about hmm. 
Um, and that's where we try to stay. You know, every once in a while we'll go to Broadway or we'll go to Lower Grand, but it just depends. Like, you could get kicked out of there an hour later or you could stay the whole night and just have fun. There's little things that we can't do in certain locations and we try not to do them. Hmm. Like, if we're at Lower Grand, we try not to pop the smoke grenades and stuff because we know that there's smoke detectors and stuff and we don't want to like uh, um, you know we want to stay there as long as possible so we're trying to follow the rules and how long do these meetups usually last a couple hours oh man like uh, usually they start around 8 o'clock and you know you start you go there at 8 o'clock it's you know it's 9, 10, 11, 12 <laughs> and you think it's dying down right so you, you're like, okay, it's 12 o'clock. I got to work tomorrow. I should leave. So all of a sudden you leave and then you see what happened after that. Mm. So I've seen them last like till like one or two in the morning. Um, and it's, it's always when you leave that things start happening. And we go over that in the, in the documentary too, like that. You never know who's going to show up to one of these things. And now you as an indie filmmaker... Uh, I'm guessing you didn't get permits either. Uh, no, no, I didn't get any. <laughs> I'm not calling you out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get any permits. So it was just, you know, I was there creating with them. And, you know, as you see in the documentary, um, I, I, in my car, I rode around with two Apple boxes and I had a um, lavalier and I had a shotgun mic and I had like, you know, basic uh, red package, you know, like a um, little carry on, you know. And I would just, like, if I could get somebody to get an interview, I would just be like, oh, I'm going to be right over here, you know, mm. and just get it. And and it was it was pretty tough because, you know, me just showing up there and and trying to film, the, like, these creatives. A lot of people, you know, people who are photographers, people who are behind the camera, you could think that they're reluctant to be in front of the camera. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. kind of shy. They want to be... <laughs> behind the camera but um, I found that as I met one person they would lead me to another person mm-hmm. um, I always find that's a good tactic um, with getting interviews is you know hey, hey you know I'd like to do an interview with you and they're like can you recommend anyone or can you introduce me to someone who would want to do an interview you know instead of just randomly approaching people which I did but I just felt like it was really easy when somebody made that introduction for me. If you can get somebody that you've already interviewed to introduce you to somebody else, it makes it so much uh, easier. And I feel like the whole vibe and, and they're just relaxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different vibe. <laughs> now this played at uh, the First Glance Film Festival. Can you talk about that? Yeah, um, I did the whole film festival thing where I went on a film freeway and and submitted it to a bunch of places, and I did see this um, this first glance uh, film festival, and I was like, oh, I want to give it a shot. They've been going on for like uh, uh, twenty years, and it's kind of a um, you know they do it in Philadelphia, and they do it in Los Angeles, and I was just looking into where they um, screen their movies, and it's at the Lemley Theater. Um, they they do it, so I was like, oh, this would be really cool because uh, you know not every um, film festival you get to go into like. A legit movie theater mm-hmm. so i thought that was really cool so um i put it up there and then i got this uh ding, you know this little mail it says you're accepted i was like oh my god this is awesome it was perfect timing i feel like in la i needed to have some kind of premiere 
and I wasn't, uh, I didn't have enough money to like go and rent out a theater and get everybody to come in there, you know? Mm -hmm. So this was the perfect opportunity to invite everybody uh, from the community and everybody who wanted to see this. Uh, we played at the Lemley Theater. We sold out a week before wow. the, um, the, the screening. So that was like super huge. So we sold out a week before. Um, and, you know, as you're sitting there in the audience and you have all these people around you watching your movie, um, it's like I had to remind myself to breathe a couple times because I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> this is like pretty intense. So everybody, like, I felt great. Everybody was laughing when they should have. Everybody was, was like sad or like, oh my god, like what's gonna happen next? It was. I, I felt like I created a nice little roller coaster for people to uh, enjoy, and I really felt that vibe. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we ended up winning three awards. We won. Um, I got Best Director, the documentary. Um, I got um, Best of Fest, which is, like, amazing. And then we got the um, Audience Choice Award for the documentary. So we got three awards um, wow. with that festival. So I was like, yeah, that's got to feel good being your uh, first feature. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, when I was making this movie, um, I didn't really show a lot of people. And one of the first pe people I showed was my friend Kevin McGinnis, who's a co-producer on this. And he's a, you know, he's a successful editor for TV, for movies, for documentaries. So I showed him this um, movie and I was like, you know, what do you think? Like, is this, is this it's a real movie? Is, is this real? And he was like, man you got something there like that that movie has heart you know because there's some iconic moments in the film where i think parts of history are not around anymore uh, especially like with the sixth street bridge like the old the mm -hmm. old sixth street bridge that got knocked down you know that section means a lot to a lot of people yeah totally man totally that's the thing about la is it it keeps changing, you know, even something like the Sixth Street Bridge, which you think is going to be there forever, can be gone. Yeah. And, and just, you know, how many commercials, movies, mm -hmm. you know, how many how, how many things have been focused around that bridge? And so everybody's really excited for the new bridge. And uh, I, was, I even passed by it the other day. And, you know, they got like the pillars up, you know, and they're going to have these arcs and stuff. And I think it's really going to bring people into LA to check this bridge out. Nice. Yeah. At least it's going to be, you know, it should be better than the other one. Hopefully they will let us play on it. <laughs> like the other bridge. <laughs> so okay. you got it, uh, at a local film festival, which I agree is perfect. Uh, you get everybody to show up. Um, was that enough for you or did you put it out there to other festivals? Are you going to let it, go uh somewhere across the country or yeah so you know i know that what a lot of people's strategy is you know try to get it in um you know west coast east coast just try to hit some of the coast you know mm -hmm. um so i was thinking about that we do have another screening set up um on uh the 13th um it's going to be with tfti so we're going to do like a it's going to be a smaller screening but um you know, the, the screening sold out a week before. So a lot of people missed out on the premiere, on the L.A. premiere. So, yeah, so it'll be exciting to um, share the, the movie again. But, yeah, after that, because it's still early in the year, um, there are a couple of festivals that I applied to. 
if they give us a shot at these at these big cities like just a screen i feel like you know you don't know where this movement could could end up you know it's already kind of finding its way around the world so uh, hopefully they give us a shot because i i, I would love to to screen more and and uh, spread the word about this yeah well i'm sure eventually um when you get it out there on let's say like amazon um people from everywhere are going to eat it up yeah yeah and that's that's kind of the thing right now i did get some advice you know when i did get into the the first glance film festival um bill he's he's a great guy he runs the festival um i just used the opportunity to ask him like hey you know what should what's what would you do if you may you know he's like try to get more film festivals try to do that and, and, and collect awards try to get as many awards as you can try to get you know reviews and you know try to go around and try to hit people up and and um you know we sc- at the first glance film festival we screened with um uh, for your consideration doc mm-hmm. and you know that was awesome because we got uh, i met patrick um and he kind of put me on to you, you know, and, and he said, you know, you should hit this guy Tim up because he's he's got a really cool podcast and uh, you know, yeah, he's you know, great. I think he, I think you guys would vibe, and that's why I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow through with this. I'm gonna <laughs> well, I dig it. I dig what he does. Um, I'm a big fan of street art, and um, you know what's interesting about your film is it's not really street art; it's art happening in the street. It's like art happening in the street, and also a school, some kind of creative school in the middle of the street. <laughs> right. That, yeah, it's like this this whole, like, school and then creation. People who show up to these meets, they can show up, they can, you know, they might not even know how to use the camera, but they just bump into somebody and say, hey, you know, like, what am I doing wrong? And and if I'm there or someone else is there, they'll be like, oh, you know, just hit this, you know, do this, and, you know. And uh, so there's always someone there to help. I feel like um, as I've gone there and met more people, sometimes I just show up and just um, I'll probably only take a couple photos and I'll just talk to people and help people out. Or, you know, um, if I brought my LED light, sometimes I'll set up the LED light so I can do a picture for myself, but then I'll just leave the light there. Mm-hmm. And because 10 other people showed up behind me and they're taking pictures, I'll just leave it there for, you know, and I'll just say, okay, everybody get the shot. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a, it's a giving thing too. Like people go there not to just uh, take photos, but they go there to help out um, other people and other creatives. And, and um, yeah, you'll see in people's work. Like even if you go to somebody's Instagram and just scroll down and be like, all right, well, this is the first meet they went to. And now look at them. Mm. Whoa, that's incredible. Yeah. That within two weeks or three meets or something, you're you're doing that level of, of work. I just think it's, it's it's awesome what's going on. Yeah, and it sounds like a lot more fun than sitting in a classroom. Oh my god, it is. And if you go to like TFTI, you go to like Street Meet. You know, these events are basically free. And the first time I went to, well, I think the first or second time was when I like it just popped in my head like. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I went to this event. I took photos. I met a lot of people. I'm going home. And I'm like, I haven't even spent any money. <laughs> and not to mention, uh, you know, people who are trying to build their, their portfolio, you go to these things and there's models there. Um, you know, you don't have to track down a bunch of people for 
for different looks, uh, it's all right there. And everybody seems to be very willing to uh, put themselves out there for each other. Yeah, and, and when everybody comes together, you know, the models, they need photos of themselves for their portfolio. Mm-hmm. The photographers, they're put in a, la- a less stress situation where they can take photos, they can bring them back to their computer, they can go through and see what works and what doesn't work. And because some of these meets are at night and some of them are during the day, the ones that are at night, you're doing some extreme stuff. Like you're shooting fire, mm-hmm. you're shooting like steel wool. You have to have slow shutter. You have to have a fast shutter. You have to, you know, you're really stress testing these cameras. So I think those kind of situations really show you what your camera's capable of. And, and uh, yeah, like, so everybody has a certain reason for coming. But when people get together, it's it's a it's like lightning about cre- creation. Mm-hmm. Good feeling, definitely. Very cool. So, as a filmmaker, do you, what do you think's next after this? Uh, I have a couple other ideas for documentaries, uh, but like right now, what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to 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 just put the energy into this one mm-hmm. just to just just like all my energies like in this one but might do something with um oh just something just something to give back um there's a lot of opportunity to um help people um with cameras maybe teach them about cameras maybe there's maybe there's something involved where i can uh, screen the movie and then teach somebody give somebody a camera to shoot with or something i don't know mm-hmm. um, so I think that there's definitely some some opportunity like that, but I'm just yeah I'm just kind of I think this project deserves my uh, you know my full attention you know yeah man definitely definitely gonna just gonna keep keep going hard on it because um, it, it still is early in the year and uh, I think there's still a lot of potential festivals that could that could pop up so. And then I'm very excited to actually share the documentary again on the 13th um, with the TFTI LA um, organization. So they've been really awesome and just kind of like, you know, just let me do, you know, let me create this awesome thing around them. And the whole community is basically like had my back. So I couldn't have done it without them. Everybody in the community had my back. They would always be asking me like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, how's it, you know, like. How's the, how's the documentary coming up? They always be they always hit me up. They always kept me straight with it, you know. So yeah, I thank them for always like always like uh, you know just always ask to me about it. You know, they 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 cared, they cared about this. Like I cared about this. So well, it cool. it shows. I mean, um, it's really well done. I enjoyed watching it, and uh, you know, I I can't wait to see uh, what else you you throw out there at the world because. Um, very entertaining and beautifully shot. Um, Thank you, man. You, you, want, you want to tell the people how to reach you out there? Are you on Twitter or Instagram, probably? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, you can go um, if you want to. The, the project has its uh, Instagram. It's at pullup underscore LA. That's like uh, that's the moving one. And then if you want to look at my personal stuff, I have stuff from all over the world, China, Japan, like all kinds of cool photos, mainly street photography. And you'll see a lot of meat photos too on my accounts at Oblek, O-O-L, 
B L E C K. Um, that's like my street photography one. So yeah, and then we have pullupla.com. I'm I'm been really working hard on that website to um, just put all updated with all the blog stuff and you know pullupla.com. You could definitely get in touch with me. Um, and don't forget to follow at uh, tfti underscore la if you want to come out to a meet or street meet la. That's a real, those two are really big. Um, there's also you know there's a couple other meets too like. Um, Shutter Click, they do a, um, a big, they call it the Mega Meet, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. That's like the, I don't know, I think 400 or 500 people show up to that one. So. Damn. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just, just follow us and uh, you'll, be, you'll know what's coming up next. But basically what happens is they post, uh, they post a flyer up, usually like two days before, a day before, and they say meet up and just, just go your heart and go. Go with it. You owe it to yourself to get out and be creative. Everybody. And you'll get some exercise, too. I'm telling you. You can check your steps on your uh, iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you being on the podcast, Owen. This was great. I really enjoyed talking with you. And um, best of luck on your your second screening. I hope it goes well. Thank you, uh, Tim, for letting me uh, get on on your podcast, man, your platform. And uh, much love with the podcast i'll continue to listen um you know i've I've subscribed and uh definitely you got something good here well that's that i hope you enjoyed this episode of the indie film grit podcast feel free to go to our website and check out the show notes indiefilmgrit.com follow us on twitter at indiefilmgrit and if you enjoyed this episode give us a rating on itunes Well, I should really wrap this up, but before I do, let me ask you something. Do you have the courage, the passion, and the perseverance to make indie films? Do you have enough indie film grid?